Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith Furnace. This time, with your boy Pete. For now. Yeah. We actually couldn't record last Sunday. um, But as mentioned, I will try and be consistent. So I went searching in our vault, and I'm bringing you an episode that technically is a new one, but is one that you wouldn't have heard before because it never saw the light of day. Um, It's from way back, I believe, two years ago in October, um, and it's about Halloween. It's about how we dealt with fear, how we deal with all those aspects of things that we don't necessarily talk about as often as, I guess, theological Christians, you know, demons and stuff like that. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Quick warning, it does go on for, I think, about an hour and a little bit uh, because it was before we kind of got our stuff together, started making the 45 to 50 minute episodes. Um, I do hope that you still enjoy it anyway. Shout out to David, who always gives me slack if it's uh, too long a podcast. Um, But yeah, here's the podcast and I hope you enjoy the new intro. Well, just an intro for today. All right, take care. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of... What's the Blacksmith Furnace? <laughs> <laughs> the Blacksmith oh, Furnace. Wow. <laughs> Man started off so official. <laughs> yeah, I'm not editing that out. You <laughs> <laughs> started off so official. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen and all sorts, and then you forgot. Yeah. Alright, this is like take 10 by now. Alright. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of... The blacksmith's furnace. Drama. Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> Alright. Okay, and tonight we have a special edition for you because tonight, today, is the 31st of October. Ooh. Also known as Halloween. Hallowed Eve. Hallowed Eve. Hallowed Eve. Whatever you want to call it. But the thing is, yeah, you lot might not actually listen to this close to that time, so it might not hold, it might, like, the deepness the weight of this event might not dawn on you as it should do. But no, I'm guessed. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Fully. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So we're going to have, like, a little... It's going to be Halloween and all those demon kind of related topics tonight. Trips. You don't know. Go and get the holy oil. <laughs> this is it. Today we're going back and to the African your camps. Yeah. We're, we're taking back everything... <laughs> That your auntie in the village tried to take from you mm-hmm. everything, t- t- taking it back. Jeez. By right. force. So first question. Should Christians celebrate Halloween? What do you guys think about that? I, I, I think to answer it, we have to know what Halloween is. And I just realised I have not done any research on what Halloween is. <laughs> That's the thing is, I've heard so many different... Um, origin stories origin stories from it and stuff I've mm. heard it's a day that people used to remember their past loved ones oh so okay. hallowed eve where you used to remember your past love your long loved ones that have passed on and just kind of spend that time 
in remembrance. Mm-hmm. And I also heard that it's also a day where people remember like past saints that have died. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because like, just looking at the Wikipedia, Halloween is also known as All Saints Eve or mm-hmm. All Hallows Eve or All Halloween random stuff. So that's interesting that it's to remember dead people or saints. So if it's the Eve, what follows it? The day, isn't it? Like, like the Eve of the Eve is normally an Eve of a day. So if today is All Hallows Eve, then tomorrow has to be Hallows <laughs> Hallows Day or Saints Day. Or Interesting thing as well. Um, the name Martin Luther, not King Junior, um, but the reformer Martin Luther. Um, most well, some people might not know, but he nailed his ninety-five thesis on the door of the Roman Church, Roman Catholic Church, which sparked, which kind of set the Reformation in motion. What well, you said, his ninety-five. 95 thesis. What's that? Um, it was 95 questions mm. posed at the Roman Catholic, what, at the Catholic Church, kind of challenging some of the 95 statements of their doctrine. Right. Okay. Um, so it was 95 questions. Mm. He po- um, nailed it to the Roman Catholic uh, Church doors mm. on this day, back whatever year. Right. So that's another... This day in history, yo. Yeah, but it's... it's um, so I know that for Christians it holds a different significance. Mm. Again, so for Catholicism it might be remembering the saints. For Protestants is when Martin Luther nailed the 95 Thesis to the door, which kind of <clears throat> set the Reformation in motion. It didn't bring the Reformation about because the Reformation didn't come until years later. Mm. But that was one of the turning points that kind of started it putting in that work um, okay so maybe a better question is how should Christians celebrate Halloween if acknowledge it at all I think basically all Christians should grab a nail and write 95 questions and (laughs) go and nail it on someone's door (laughs) I think Christians should um, obviously well I don't think Christians should go out trick or treating with their kids um, especially in dress up, one of these things there, because it's <clears throat> it's glamorizing the, the demonic. What if you dress up as like a Christian character from the Bible? What if you dress up as Christ, like with a cross in your hands? Some people might classify that as being blasphemous. Mm. So it's <clears throat> yeah. Um, Why would that be blasphemous then? It's just. Taking on the, just just portraying him in terms of taking on his clothing and everything like that. It's it kind of trivializes what yeah. he did, doesn't it? It kind of trivializes him going to die on a cross. You know, you're wearing it for Halloween. You're wearing it as a costume. It's like some people do it for Easter, Easter Sunday and stuff like that, where mm. they walk through the city in remembrance. Like. In remembrance of him, um, I think that's slightly different. But walking around dressed up as Jesus can be people can view it as being disrespectful Um, I don't really have an opinion on it but I'm just mindful of the consciousness of other Christians so if you saw someone walking down the street on Halloween dressed as Jesus what would you do I would just 
I can't go up to them and say, take off your clothes. <laughs> or do you want to? In the society that we're in now, my immediate thought would be, he's mocking it. Mm. Or she's mocking it. Not necessarily, she's trying to portray Christ. Mm. Because people readily dress up as a nun to go to a um, costume party, fancy dress party. Mm. They will, it's like the line between being respectful of stuff that, that's sacred isn't really... People don't respect sacred stuff anymore. I think the 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 lie about change of freedom of speech is actually freedom to offend, and so mm-hmm. you've got freedom of speech, and therefore you can intentionally say things that you know are offensive, and for some reason people are not supposed to take offence at it. Yeah, mm. um, <clears throat> I think Halloween, like I think it's interesting because for whatever reason, now you go out and you see people just dressed up as monsters. And, mm-hmm. Just a lot of witches and demons and stuff like that, and the vast majority of people don't do it with any understanding of what's actually going on. Like they don't do it thinking they do. It, most people I know will actually do it thinking that these things aren't real. You know, they're just stories. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's something we could talk about, or something that the listeners can weigh in on is stuff like um, vampires and werewolves and ghosts and ghouls. Um, are they are they real? But I think, like Mo, like you said, it is some sort of, is to some extent <clears throat> glamorizing and trivializing things that, as Christians, I think we recognize are true or things that we recognize are real. Because, like Paul says, we don't fight against flesh and blood, we fight against principalities and things in the high places. So I think it's trivializing, it's making those things seem small or seem un. Insignificant, um, as I don't think a Christian should allow their children to do it, and I think they should join in. Have you ever celebrated Halloween? Not that like I can a, remember. Gone to like a Halloween party. I can remember crying about not being allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember when I was a kid, and I was in the house, and I was like, "Oh, I want to go! I want to go Halloween! I want to go trick or treating!" Like, no, and I remember being upstairs, seeing kids come to my door, trick or treating, and leaving with sweets. I'm like, <laughs> how can you give me those sweets when you won't let me go out and collect? I, I, that I think is a double standard. <laughs> that I think is a double standard. It's like, yeah, you're telling your child you can't go out trick or treating, but mm. when kids come to you, you give them the sweets. Um, I've heard a few Christians say they will like write out scriptures, and <laughs> when they come, don't give them the scripture. <laughs> there you go. Um, but then, like, so. Uh, sorry, I don't know if you were no. your point. Um, a question to you guys. I, is is it... If you prevent your kids from going out Halloween um, trick-or-treating, is that not then like putting a certain stigma on them when they go to school? Like, how come you can't come trick-or-treating? Like, it, do you not think it alienises them or Halloween's only them? Halloween's only one day a year. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. it's that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't like, forget about it after like a week. <laughs> I think... I think as well, um, not brushing them off will be key. So actually explaining why you can't go. Mm-hmm. Um, and how would you explain it to a child why they can't go trick or treating? 
because they are witches and wizards. No. Then we open up to Joshua. As for me and my house, we will save the Lord. You will save by force. No. Um, it's. I, I think it will be something that wouldn't just happen on Halloween's. It would be something that you you kind of allow them to understand before that day. So if you're actively trying to bring your child up in the Lord, you will actively be telling them about um, not necessarily spiritual warfare, but you'll be making them aware of not that demons are flying around in the yard, in, in the house, or in, the, in the, whatever, but like. There are evil forces out there, mm. and not to make them afraid, but to make them aware mm. of what's against them and what's um, what is out there. I've all, I'm always, I'm very much conscious that I want to retain the innocence of my children, but not make them naive. Mm. But so I want to. <laughs> I want them to be as innocent as possible, but then being wise and aware of what's out there. Mm-hmm. And I think not treating them as, obviously allowing them to enjoy their childhood, but not treating them as not being able to understand certain things, but giving them that information and reasoning with them mm. will um, allow them not to be naive. Like <clears throat> locking your daughter up in the, in a room and saying you're not gonna go see boys. All boys have got AIDS. As soon as they touch you, you have herpes. <laughs> that is is making them naive. Mm. In, in as much as you're retaining their innocence, but you're doing it with a lie and that's making them naive. If you if you tell them, well, like yes, a relationship with, with the opposite sex soon will be desirable, but majority of the time it's not going to be beneficial and then kind of walk them through that process because eventually it will be their decision they can be in a relationship without you knowing but in I feel personally in me in me (laughs) trust me (laughs) in me um, being open with them and not treating them as being stupid they will be open with me They'll be more willing to be open with me, should I say. Yeah, I and they will um, come to me with things and with questions and stuff. So I think in terms of Halloween, I would work at magnifying God in their lives and saying, God is so great. We need to constantly turn our eyes and gaze towards God. We shouldn't <clears throat> sit at the table of people who are fellowshipping or worshipping with idols or worshipping demons or anything. And Halloween is a day of glamorizing right now anyways. It's a, com- it's a day that is very highly commercialized. Now all the shops are trying to make money off sweets and stuff like that. And also they're glamorizing... <laughs> and they're also glamorizing what we stand against. Mm. So they're glamorizing the dead. They're glamorizing demonic spirits. They're glamorizing everything negative that we stand against. So if they have a taste, if my if I if if I'm able by grace to grant my children a taste of 
God's glory by faith, by his spirit. I would hope that that would deter them from doing that. Mm. So then, um, just just along those lines, how do you feel about like the Harry Potter books and stuff like that? Harry Potter movies, and I say Harry Potter is because it's quite obviously witchcraft. Mm-hmm. But you've got like we had Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yes. I don't know if you guys watched that. That was sick, right? charmed back in the charmed. day. Used to charmed, be, charmed, charmed. Like, and and we talked and, about charmed last time and how <laughs> about how the witches witch. and the angels were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, like, you guys are giving birth to like. Children that we don't know, the witch of the angel, what's Man. going on, Nephilim, all over the place. Um, well, to be honest, Harry Potter, the books were sick, the movies were trash. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. Uh, should we, like, such things, you know, you've got the conspiracy theorists that are like, all these things are the um, machinations of the devil uh, to brainwash people into... Mm-hmm. Um, thingy. Some people are like, if you watch Harry Potter, the spells will um, change your life or something like that. Like, there's all those conspiracy theories, which are, in my opinion, a bit too far the other way, mm-hmm. or a bit too extreme with some of the things they come up with. And then you've also got the, shall I call them, uh, liberals who just think, oh, it's all good, it's okay, whatever, and let their kids watch whatever. Mm-hmm. Where do we draw the line, or, or should there be a line? What What, what do you guys think? Especially with entertainment and what's considered as art nowadays. Mm. Um, is, is there a line as to what we allow ourselves and our kids to consume? Yeah, I see where this is leading before it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's leading to you in the real question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it hold is. on for that one. <laughs> <clears throat> but, I don't know. I guess, yeah, just have wisdom. Because, mm. but at the same time, don't think your children will turn into demons by by reading Harry Potter. It's well, yeah, it is wisdom. Uh, my niece was like watching Harry Potter and stuff like that, and then she would come to um, my grandma's, my mum's house, her grandma's house, and then she'd be holding like a straw, and then she'd be <laughs> for for those I'm, I'm waving a wand, and then she'd be like waving a wand and then calling out the spells. And she was like, Abracadabra. And I was just joking around. I was like, no, it's not Abracadabra. It's Abba Father. So when you wave, say Abba Father. (laughs) (laughs) Abba Father. Okay. But um, I've heard that the spells in Harry Potter are actual spells. What do you mean actual spells? They're actual, like, witch spells. So all the spells that they're calling out mm-hmm. and stuff, they're actual spells. So do you believe in witches and like wizards and all that? I mean, witches are people who just channel demonic spirits and who interact actively interact with demonic spirits, who choose to do that. Mm. Um, yeah, Baba said that like, even cause things like, I think, disobedience or something like that. Witchcraft? Yeah. Mm. I, I need to find it. And it's, it's actively pursuing what stands against God. Um, so yeah, I do, I do believe witchcraft exists. I think as as a Christian, we can't ignore yeah. that. I think, um, I'll, I'll try and find it as you guys speak, but you've got Saul who went to the medium mm-hmm. to communicate mm-hmm. with a dead Samuel. Mm-hmm. You've got 
portal who says we fight against principalities mm-hmm. and stuff. Like you've got the uh, demon that was blocking Daniel's prayers. Is it Daniel or David? Daniel. The demon was Daniel, yeah. and then Michael had to come and then yeah. fight with him. And all these things are documented in the Bible. And for me, anything documented in the Bible has to be mm-hmm. because the Bible says it. So like that's that's my line. If the Bible says it, crazy or not. That's the truth because the Bible says it. Okay, okay, but, Bible, how, okay but so how do the demons in the Bible transition to like spells within Harry Potter? Mm. Because um, when you look at Ephesians, um, Paul says that all those who were when when they first came to Christ, they all burnt their books of incantations. Mm. So that in and of itself shows me that there have been like a lineage of spells or documentations of stuff handed down by those who have, who have been dabbling in it. Mm-hmm. So whatever they might have called it, we now call them spells. But that shows me that there was something of, the, of an equivalence back then. Um, also in the Bible, when Paul and somebody else was walking through a city there was a fortune teller who was walking around saying, oh, these are um, messengers of God about to tell you of the Christ. And Paul rebuked a demonic spirit. Mm. And she couldn't tell fortune anymore. Which is like even fortune telling yeah. was like, from a demonic like, spirit. Yeah, First Samuel 15, 23, for rebellion is as a sin of divination. So even like rebellion is like witchcraft or a sin like witchcraft. Okay. So, I think. I, sorry. No, no, no. You go. On. I was gonna say. I think the way I see God is like as like a like a crazy intelligence or like engineer who is way, 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 way above our way of thinking. And I think that he's put certain things in place um, as like procedures or standards mm-hmm. that if you learn and stuff like that, you're able to do certain things. So, like most basic. You know, we, we when you pray and you fast and you actually pray and you fast and you're like fully focused on God, you find yourself more in tune with the spirit of mm-hmm. the Like it's a set reaction. So I think in terms of that that you can model the spiritual world as being like another uh, a way or as being an ex- a plane where it has certain rules and regula- uh, certain rules and regulations here, methodologies. And I think you've got people who, just as there's light and darkness in the spirits in the spirit world, there are people who dabble in the light and the people dabble in the darkness. And I think that there are there are always going to be ways to engage with that, mm-hmm. and people who can do things to engage with it um, on either side. So there will be people who can channel spirits, mm-hmm. literally channel spirits and do stuff. And lots of the magicians I see on TV, sometimes I'm like, hmm, is that really an illusion? <laughs> is that really physically possible? Mm-hmm. Or has there, have, there has to be something else? And mm-hmm. someone said, magic is just science, we don't understand it. But when I'm seeing oranges have things written on them underneath the peel... Uh, okay. like I'm seeing guys put their hand on, like, glass bottles, yeah? And then, like, it starts melting. I know that, like, some of these things. Though. Like, this guy picks up a two-pence coin, rubs it on the glass bottle, and then it goes through. I, I think some of them, obviously, some of them will be... Like, they may 
elephants disappear and she'll decide to do with mirrors. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Some of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Once, um, Jamelia, and my wife, is reading a story, well, reading a book. I can't Jamelia. I don't know. That <laughs> um, reading a book about women who were witches and came to Christ. Mm. And. Well, like real people. Real people. This, this like real testimonies. Real testimonies. Um, one of them said she used to see. She used to see spirits. She used to see. Um, she used to see spirits. She used to. They used to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And she went to the church and she was like, "Wow, like this, 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 this is life for me right now." Mm. And they just brushed her off. Now, it's a case of, in the Bible we see that these things have been mentioned. Not necessarily Gemini in your room talking to spirits, but speaking to spirits. In terms of as the um, example that Peter said when Saul went to the um, medium medium to uh, call the spirit of um, Samuel. So she went to the church. They brushed her off. So she went searching for outside of the church for answers to what was happening to her, Mm. which led her down that path. So again, that's a downside if we turn our our eyes away from it, Mm. that those who genuinely are experiencing the supernatural won't feel accepted or taken understood seriously. or taken seriously within the church and then they'll just turn their back and then start dabbling in the other side. Hmm. So we need to be able to cater, not cater, but to embrace them and walk with them, whatever their gifting is. Hmm. There'll be 16 someone who can like shoot firewalls from their hands, you know. <laughs> this, this is not excellent, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Elijah called down fire from heaven. <laughs> Oh, it is. That'll be funny. But, okay, so, random up question. Would you let your children read Harry Potter books or watch Twilight or those kind of things? Now, personally, I'd rather give them other forms of entertainment because I realise the... Like, sometimes stuff like Twilight and stuff, you can give context on contemporary things. Like, if the kids are talking... Like, if, you know, if we went... If we were not podcasting and we were like just meeting up you know like as mm. young kids you're talking about the new Power Rangers and you know you know of it and I'm trying to talk about I don't know a play about Moses and stuff like that it wouldn't it wouldn't work out like I wouldn't mm. have context and mm-hmm. I, I feel it would it would ostracize it would cause kids to be ostracized by their mates because they have not got contemporary understanding of mm-hmm. stuff so I think I'd filter what they have and maybe give them more turn if I can find it like I want my kids to watch the first season of Power Rangers because it was sick but like you know I don't know I, Harry Potter stuff like that probably not I try not to okay. but yeah that's, that's just me okay well I know we're all into like anime oh yes yeah and I plan to raise my children on anime <laughs> forget all this nonsense cartoon that we're <laughs> Raise them on anime from day. Believe in yourself, you can do anything. And one such anime, well, what does that like? <coughs> I, I know we, we were going to talk about Naruto, 
But then another one came to mind. Do you, do you guys ever watch Shaman King? Yes. She's no, big. No, I haven't. I haven't big. Seen King, no. Okay. So basically, Shaman King is about these shamans. Okay. Yeah. And each one has like a, a guardian ghost, which is basically like a guardian ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then at the beginning, what and what they did was they got this the spirit and put it inside of them, and then they were, they were able to do whatever the spirit was able to do. So like okay. the main character, he had like a samurai right. for a guardian ghost. So when it, when the guardian ghost went to him. He had like skills of a samurai and all of that, and it was interesting. So <laughs> something like that, would you let your kids watch that? Keeping in mind it was sick, <laughs> and they were even and, and like they had all the archangels in there as well, mm. and, and like the guys they shot them out of the guns. It was so like, <laughs> it was so like. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. When it comes to Shaman King, I still have Shaman King on my external heart. Jeez, you don't know. <laughs> but I don't know if if this is like a messenger of God, but my external hard drive is not corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> so all the films, all the music, everything that I have is now gone. The anime is gone. I even had Death Note. Jeez, that's but that's gone. Um, I think again, it will be wisdom. Um, yeah. even in terms of the Harry Potter book the only reason I would be tempted to allow them to read Harry Potter isn't necessarily because of the story but because of the um, the language mm. but the argument could be made that there's other books that can teach them like the, the language and the oh, what's the word um, literary skills. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want my child not saying that if you read Bible stories, you're just going to have the basic understanding of English. But we we've already mentioned that some Christian artists can be quite lazy with their craft and mm. just kind of rely on the fact that I'm just doing it for Christians. So mm. I'll just kind of post that whatever. That's not. That's a podcast for another day. Fact, trust me. But um, there are there are um, <laughs> there are authors, there are writers, there are musicians who actually pour in effort and talent mm. and countless hours into their craft to hone it to make it better. So I will find an alternative just to be able to show my child that there is so much more that you can do with your words mm-hmm. um, you can paint pictures with your words, you can take someone to an, al- to an alternative location with your words and you don't have to be a writer but you need to be aware of this, mm-hmm. that your words you can do so much with it, you've got power Exactly. So not even just the words you speak, not even just the words you write, but the words you speak. And when you're writing, I want you to be able to write something good. Yeah. And I and I feel like the art of writing is just it's material. Now that tablets and stuff have come along, not saying that that's doing it, but it's like we've become lazy with holding a pen. Yeah. And writing, we. So yeah. Um. But. That's one of the that's one of the reasons I'd be tempted to let my child read a Harry Potter book. But I know that there's so many other books that literary are better. So I kind of do yeah, I'll do the research <clears throat> and kind of find the best ones to spark their imagination. Even C. S. Lewis. Yeah. 
Yeah. A lot of C.S. Lewis stuff, it might be viewed as outdated, but... None is outdated. It's, it's, not, it's like, he's got storybooks that yeah. I read the storybooks. It's talking about planets, different planets, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was walking in them. Mm-hmm. These times, I'm in a Sainsbury's van Jeez. with a high vision. I felt like I was walking in that planet. I felt like I was seeing what he was writing. Mm. And just stuff like that. And he didn't use big words. It was just simple words. But the way he put them together mm. transports you. So that's stuff like that is what I'll be tempted to do. In terms of Shaman King, um, I watched it when I wasn't really a Christian. And you turned that all right. But I watched it recently. I think I watched it two years ago, and I've been watching it on and off recently. Um, It's, I guess, it's a case of inward conviction. Mm -hmm. Um, Those individuals who would play GTA and then would want to go out and reenact it shouldn't play GTA. But Bar- if you, I'm barging on to you, you play it, whether you're winning. That's, that's what I'm saying. If if you're that way inclined, turn it off, put it to the side, play like Sim City or something like that. But if you're able to distinguish between reality and a video game or a cartoon, then I'll be like, all right, cool. But at the same time, it is depicting... Well, like putting a spirit into you and then putting a spirit into your sword, whacking man up without putting a spirit into your gun, shooting. <laughs> no, but the, the, the alternative view on that is like I find Western Western um, thought is more inclined to the how. So you know, we developed, we extended um, the sciences to look at mm-hmm. you know looking into the atomic structures and exploring science and it, you know they, they kind of went that way but if I'm the eastern philosophies look more at the like the way and they're all about like like the spiritual yeah yeah mm-hmm. they, 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 they're more inclined there so I think you find some um, animes and most of them even have Christian undertones to it mm-hmm. or have Christian concepts involved um, Shaman King did yeah they had like the whole explorers and like each one had like a, a different um, archangel so it was Michael mm-hmm. there was all the guys from. but that's the thing even with the x here, I don't rate them it's like <laughs> this is not an anime podcast <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go in like the reason is like just, just the, it's like they preempted a negative response and tried to eliminate it so when they preempted that yo it's going to become um, he's going don't to spoil it for people. <laughs> uh, they preempted that he's going to follow his twin brother. Jeez, all right, all right. And then they try to eliminate that threat. But I don't in life in the way that God acts out. He allows the bad to kind of play out, and then in spite of the bad, his good purposes still comes to okay, pass. So how is what the ex-laws did different from you stopping your child reading Harry Potter because of what could happen in the future? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dropped it like it's hot. Man, I'm just you, asking you. I'm slap you for that. <laughs> <laughs> because, all right, um, it would... My, my decision will be based primarily on the age of my child. If my child is at an age where 
they are easily impressionable, 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 or they haven't quite formulated their um, their own opinions. Their own opinions. I will. I believe that good isn't good unless it's been tested, and still stands forth as good. Okay. So you can come across as being good, but once tested. Your faith ain't faith until it's been tested. Yeah, and it stands forth. Mm. It stands forth that's as faith. Best, that's biblical right So, <laughs> if... I, I personally believe that... I, I look at my daughter and I get saddened because I know that <coughs> she's so precious to me. But it's going to get to a point where the evil world and the evil in the world and the evil in man, including myself, is going to test her. And I get saddened by it. But... It still brings me hope because if by grace she's been able to catch a glimpse of God, that's where it will show up. So the way same way we were saying, parents say, don't talk to the bad kids because they're going to influence you to do negative. But who's going to influence them to do good? Mm-hmm. How can you know that your child is truly a good child if you've taken away every negative influence? Um, you can't influence someone to do something they don't already want to do. They might not already think that I want to do this, but as soon as the opportunity comes, they might then be tempted to do it. That's when they're going to act on it. So, yeah. Um, I forgot the whole reason. I'm so, point. Um, well, yes, pre- telling... Pre-acting. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Predestination and then free will. <laughs> I, think, I think I will be lenient to allow them to read it. To a degree. I'll be lenient to... Not to read... Our wisdom tells me... Don't just allow them to just... Bring skulls and crossbones into their... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just dumb. Yeah? Like, if you're each dragging a dead cat into into, the, into a bedroom. What, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You better go talk to Jesus. Um, but... Again, it will be a, it will be a case of... They're in the world. They will be touched by the things in the world, but they're not of it. Mm. Well, as Christians, we're not of it. So, yeah, it's 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 a tricky thing. I will. It's tricky because I'm not going to say I'm going to remove every negative influence. No, and I'm not. One, I can't, and two, I'm not going to try to do that. I'm going to use wisdom to shield her from certain things, but I'm going to allow certain things come away. Mm. Like the same way that, um, yeah, it's, it's it's just to almost like controlling, trying to try, try to control certain things that are coming in her direction. So saying, okay, you can't come, or you come and like, do your thing. Half and half, because I know that a majority of the things coming away I can't control. And kids spend more time in school than they do at home. Well, the majority of the things that are coming away I can't control, but what I can control, I'll use wisdom to filter out. Mm. So, and, but, sorry, I've just the more the thing that I'll be more purposeful about is exposing her to God. That's that's what that's the point I was going to say. Is is it? I think the the solution or the idea would be to fill them up with as much God. Mm-hmm. As you can, as you possibly can in your house. So I think that's what the Bible means by training them in the Lord, because they will go out anyway. 
they will be in school, they'll be surrounded by, in today's society, people who, I mean, Christians are the minority. Technically, technically Christians are the minority, and you know, you, you don't even agree with something, and it means you're offensive. So I can't <laughs> say that being gay is wrong in my Bible because I have to accept it. But I think the idea is to fill them up with God because that's what you can control, that's mm-hmm. what you can do, that's what you're called to do. And then whatever happens out, outside, God will take care of yeah. it. But I wanted to get your, your opinion because My I'm not of us. Like, just for the listeners, yeah. I'm the way we're doing basically. I, I, see, I, see, I see Robert as like an anime celebrity because on an anime freaks uh, thingy, like when Robert speaks, people listen. <laughs> when he puts up a question, people respond. So, what's what's your take on it? On letting your kids eventually, will you let them read? Well, I think that, that much is they're definitely going to read the manga. Definitely, Shaman King. Shaman King. You know what? Yeah, mm. I actually want to like you. You guys know that I want to like yeah create manga. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to tackle some of these questions like within the manga, yeah. not not like like um like directly, mm. but like on the slide. But <laughs> well, I won't. But we'll talk about that later. Don't you get that too much? But watch out for the episode. She, she don't know. Look out for sin. Look out for sin. Look out for. She's sorry. Look out for all them. Yes. Who don't know? But anyway, man, drop the names and characters. <laughs> you know you're serious about it. Um, will I let my children watch or read Harry Potter mm. or Twilight? Not Twilight. Twilight was, Twilight. <laughs> was nonsense. Harry Potter, I will let them read the books, not watch the movies. Because at least they're reading. <laughs> and yes, Harry Potter is about witches and, and like wizards and all of that. But it was written in such a way that's been able to capture the hearts of like billions of people everywhere. To want to be witches? No. I never read that I wanted to be a witch. I never wanted to go to Hogwarts. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not say anything that would get me in trouble. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's yeah again teaching your children to have common sense. So just because you see people mixing potions doesn't mean you have to go and mix potions. And like, if I was to stop them watching anime, then there's so many other things I would have to stop them watching. For the same reasons, mm. if that makes sense. Like what? Cinema in general. Yeah, cinema. You can, like... Can't really listen to the radio. Can't listen to the radio. You can't read newspaper. <laughs> mm. Yeah, fair enough. So, they'll just sit in, like, a, a room with, like, white walls for the rest of their life. And talk. I know I know pastors who... Well, I don't know them personally, but I know pastors who don't have... A TV in the house. The TV that they do have isn't connected to anything apart from a VCR or DVD where they get to bring in films and then their family watch it. Yeah, I don't think I have Sky in my house. I think it's just like have anime. <laughs> That's just because well, everything that you watch is, or yeah. everything that we watch is online. Yeah. But then, like, don't, I don't know because what was I going to say? Um, like, I think stuff like anime, there's stuff you can learn from it. Mm-hmm. Like, Regardless, there's stuff that you can actually learn from, even if it's just even, like, the concept of honour. Like, I don't see that anywhere on TV. I yes. don't see that on... Yes. Like, I don't I don't see stuff like that. I didn't learn honour from 
anything but Power Rangers. And okay, Power Rangers is a Western one, but then my concepts of honor. Oh no, I'm not hearing again. Power Rangers was Japanese. That there you go, with. there you go. Sentai, Sentai, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So even then, like those kind of concepts that I view as important, I didn't learn from modern TV, but I learned them from things that weren't necessarily Christian. Like I don't know if the guy who created Power Rangers was Christian. Um, <clears throat> But it definitely doesn't show up in the, in the in the in the series. But I think stuff like you mentioned the radio. I, Nicki Minaj doesn't sing about stuff I can learn things from. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. there is no value, morally at least, that can be gleaned from some of these things. What about Drake? Well. Cell phone or how to dance. What, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But again, like, what what does Drake sing about? Now you know what, yeah? Drake is just like, he's a wizard. Like, everything Drake touches, it just turns to gold. <laughs> and that's like, as an artist myself, that's like one thing I admire about Drake. Someone said Drake's turned corny cool. Yeah, he has. And I, that that, to me, sounded really profound because these are the opposite. You can't be corny and cool. Mm. So if you've turned corny cool, you're doing something right. He's made almost, he's made almost acceptable for guys to show their emotional side. Does he show his emotional side? He talks about, like, he talks about stuff that guys wouldn't, wouldn't mm-hmm. like, normally talk about. Okay. Alright, I mean, he's a wizard. Fair, but, like, I don't, I don't know, maybe, I don't listen to Drake, obviously, um, but like, I'm thinking Nicki Minaj, and I don't listen to her, but I know that she's, like, big, um, and so, like, her Anaconda video, or Anaconda song, like, I don't see anything worth learning in there, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, like, even Eminem, who has some dark stuff, and, you know, I, I used to listen to Eminem a lot for language, because he's, like, crazy with, like, his uh, rapping skills, but even with him, sometimes he, he has... Relatively decent messages, mm-hmm. like yeah, believe in yourself, and even that I don't believe in believing yourself because you're not you're not thinking. But he's got something that you can glean from, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. There, there's some areas where you can't. I can't see anything worth gleaning. Those areas I won't really allow in my house. Like I mentioned, the Minaj a lot. I mentioned some of these guys that they're either just talking about sex or about their bodies in really derogatory ways, you know. And, I don't see anything worth cleaning there. But anime, manga, some of these things, like, you can actually glean something from it. You can mm-hmm. actually glean, okay, you know, believe in yourself. And, and the Bible says, as a man think of, so he is. So there are aspects, and I think there are aspects that these guys borrow from Christian truths that mm-hmm. make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like, as a concept of like honor and stuff like that. Like, there are things worth picking up. I think anywhere you can pick something up, I'll allow it, mm. Christian or not. Um, tempered with wisdom, tempered with um, you know, trying to inform them of Christ and God's opinion and other things. But where there isn't anything I can glean from it, I don't think it's worth it. And in my house, I wouldn't have it. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Dope. Okay. So Naruto, I would have Naruto, <laughs> even though he was he's he's a boy possessed by a demon, a demon yeah. fox. But because, okay, so I don't know what you're going to say, but. The demon in Naruto is not the same demon in the Bible. <laughs> it's not a fallen angel. It's elemental chakras. So, it's different. No, actually, um, wasn't like the Naruto folks like the personification of evil? Was he? I think they said. He was meant to be, but... Um... Okay, 
I think what they all came from was a, no, actually no. No, because it was just chakra, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just chakra. Because all of them came from from the one. Hey guys, guys, guys spoilers, oh, oh, spoilers. Oh, oh. You gotta be careful. Oh yeah, literally. Wow, this really smart. Like, oh, sorry guys, sorry guys. You know what? Just as a warning, go read the real before you come listen to this shit. This is serious. Stop it now. But pause. Read the real. Let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil it. Yeah, I think it, it's exactly that because in most um, anime, most, I haven't read all of them, but there's always like a either noble pursuit mm-hmm. or a road to redemption mm-hmm. or something. Even Afro Samurai, with the amount of blood and the amount of sex and violence and everything in it, he was on, he was on a pursuit to, to honour his dad. Mm-hmm. And be the Essentially. best. And be the best. To honour his dad by being the best. Mm. And it's like resurrection. Dad. They had defiled his dad's... Corpse. Corpse. Yeah. And he went to kind of... So again, it's like... We, we should come back to... Being the best for God's glory. Mm-hmm. Obviously not by Afro Samurai's means. But... Cut down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... It's a case of like... And that's just me linking things together. Yeah. Um, Naruto, we've just focused on the Nine Tails, mm. but we've forgotten the relationships that he built with both Sasuke and the entire Hidden Leaf. And the fact that Naruto's greatest strength wasn't even his fighting yeah. um, prowess, it was his ability to create relationships. Yeah. So Gara, who was straight evil, mm. Naruto was able to break through. Yeah. And make those relationships and use your words. <laughs> no, yes, yes. <laughs> and it's a case of he showed that he actively showed that it's it's the people around you that mm-hmm. matter. He had to learn that, and then he had to demonstrate that. And even like Rock Lee, blood. He got told, yeah, you've broken everybody, every bone in your body. You ain't gonna do nothing no more. Mm. Determination alone. Mm. Taijutsu came popping mm. again. <laughs> even, even before that, you can't be a ninja because you can't manipulate. Because you can't do nothing. Man just went straight to Taijutsu. And that's that right there, again, linking together. Yeah. It's like, what? Well, you don't need the gifts of another person. Mm. Make the most of the gifts that you have. He only had Taijutsu and he was the greatest person at Taijutsu. Mm. That's right. And I think, again, like, I think these guys, whether they know it or not, they borrow from Christian truth because Peter said everything that you need for life and godliness is within you. And so whatever you are, you don't need to be able to do everything that everyone else can do. Whatever you are, be like Rock Lee. Tied you to it. Punch it in the As you can see, we're very gassed when it comes to anime. This is it. Exceedingly. Um, I apologize. Yeah, we could talk about this forever. <laughs> so let's move on. So next question. Um, Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Wow, ten minutes. Okay. You guys don't watch football a lot, do you? No. 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 Well, I'm a football fan, and the team I support is Manchester United, one of the greatest teams. Where's 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 the oil? Where's, <laughs> they just need to cast him into the furnace. Okay. But we're we're on like a low right now, but we're we're coming back up again. Hang tight, Van Gaal. Hang tight. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I've got a big hair there. Okay. Um, I'm talking about my United because. Then their nickname is the Red Devils. Mm. Now, should as a Christian, should you support a team whose alias is or well, not an alias? Their nickname is the Red Devils. The Red Devils. 
Should you celebrate Halloween? <laughs> no, I don't celebrate Halloween. So why do you support the Red Devil? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gassed. Um, I, I think because as far as I know, they're not getting red cards every team, every play, are they? No. They're not doing devilish stuff on the field, are they? No. And the Red Devil's name doesn't it come from their badge or something? Yeah. Um, and is it a devil or is yeah, it? Yeah, they've got. A, yeah. It's, it's got a devil. Their mascot is a devil with a pitchfork. It's red. With a tail. We should talk about that. <laughs> we should talk about that. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. Does it? Unless it influences the way they play, or it has significance to their formation. Like, did it, You know, is it? Is their mascot a red devil? Because the guy that started Manchester United went to the devil. Sign the contract and start the club. No, like, I think so. Unless that's the case, I don't think it's. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's of that much significance. So, is it okay to wear clothes, clothing that have devils on them and stuff like that? Because I remember in uni, like I had this like a, a new a, a new era cap and it had like a devil wearing, like a devil holding like a baseball bat, mm. and. I just realised that I wore that on the day when I was supposed to be promoting Christian society. <laughs> it was too refreshing. <laughs> and like, think about it now, maybe that wasn't the best thing to do. To wear. Mm. But, was it the worst thing to do? Mm. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but I think stuff like wearing stuff, because I've got a t-shirt on it and I didn't even realise. It's a tap-out t-shirt. Yeah, it's a sleeveless and I bought a bunch of them. And I, I didn't realise one of them has a cross with a snake going around it. And I wore it and I saw myself in the mirror. I was like, you heathen. Wait, hold on. That's me. What's going on? <laughs> but uh, it's just joking. But like, I find with stuff that we wear, it it's an extension of, consciously or unconsciously, it's an extension of what we support, what we believe. right? And sometimes it's not like, I don't believe a snake should be around a cross or nothing like that. But I think in your situation... I think it breaks barriers because if you are wearing like a, you know, if you feel you dressed like a pope standing there, maybe it will draw some attention. But what kind of attention will it draw? But you wearing a normal hat, maybe it's a sign that people have seen before. It's not really got any significance to it. You just wearing what you're wearing and then being there breaks down some of those barriers, breaks mm. down some of those prejudices because he looks just like me, you know. And until we speak, we don't really know what's in, in what's within one another. But at least. I can go to him because he's not dressed in a tie and a bow tie and a suit. No, oh, praise the Lord, oh, praise the Lord. Oh, you know, what we consider traditionally as Christian wear or decent wear or whatever. I, I, I just think, I don't think it was a bad thing. I, I don't know if you got any flack for it or... No, yeah, no, well, yeah. it was a sick cat to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was. Worldsoccertalk.com Manchester United, the Red Devils. A few conflicting stories describe the Red Devils' nickname. One rumour suggests that during a tour of France in the 1960s, the club were branded the Red Devils due to their red kit. And Sir Matty Busby liked the name so much. Matty Busby. Oh, you know this guy. He's a legend. He's a legend. <laughs> he asked for the club to incorporate a devil in the badge. Hmm. Another story suggests it seems from local rugby, Stanford. The rugby club were nicknamed the Red Devils and they united with United and with United formally training in Stanford the nickname transferred over. Okay. So it's not anything to do with them per se. Yeah. But 
I guess that's how all true nicknames kind of originate. Someone referring something, yeah. or you don't really take on a nickname yourself. Mm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think it it becomes a a tricky line because if you say no you shouldn't wear this because it's got a red devil in it then in the same line you can say don't participate or watch boxing because it's violent so fireworks just went off seemingly very close to the ground mm-hmm. <laughs> seemingly very close to the street where the cars parked it was right on the other side of the road yeah so it's it's a case of yeah if you say no for this, you, you can't, no have, du- you can't have double standards. You need to apply it across the board, across all sports. Mm-hmm. So where do you draw the line with, as I said, boxing per se? Because mm-hmm. I've heard people say martial arts originate from um, spirit, well, has heavy spiritual connotations and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. the snake style started from people worshipping the stake studying the snake and then they developed it blah this and that um, I haven't it's not too much time with a henchman <laughs> I've heard someone say that Zonto um, means prostitute <laughs> and it, it came from it's a prostitute's dance and I'm just like yo like sometimes we Christians just like to dampen everything and just be like no you know what just become a nun mm-hmm. sit at home pray and just don't go out but you can't be the salt of the earth and the light in the world if you're just staying in your bedroom mm-hmm. and you're not you're, you're, well some people God will call to be like alright cool consecrate yourself unto me in your room or whatever I don't even that alright cool you know that's that's another podcast another podcast that's another podcast but yeah um, I'll say you know what um, Paul says um we know that all other gods are nothing. They cannot hear us. They cannot act. They they're dead. So obviously like people are worshipping demons or whatever and we know that demons respond or whatever, but in comparison to God, they're dead. In comparison to trying God, they are dead. And it's a case of um Paul says even if we eat meat offered to idols, we know it it it, ha- it does nothing. Mm. But we shouldn't do it when it hinders our brother's More growth yeah. mm. um, and causes them to stumble. Mm. So, in terms of wearing a t-shirt of a red devil, my blood, this the emphasis is not on the red devils on the team. Mm. If it was Halloween where you're dressed up as a devil, I'm like, the emphasis isn't on you going trick-or-treating, it's on you portraying yourself as whatever you're portraying yourself as. But you're wearing a team, that you're wearing a shirt that represents a team. So, do your thing. Yeah. You're representing a team, not their mascot. And devils don't even really look like what they're portrayed as. Because, mm. you know, Satan was afforded angel. Mm. You didn't have horns. No. You didn't have a tail or pitchfork. So Lucifer was the most beautiful. He was, <clears throat> he was a painting fan. He was, <laughs> he, he was like literally like morning star. He was the 
greatest or most beautiful or most talented or something of angels and um, made of like rubies and emeralds and all of that. Yeah, like they they reference that, don't they? Um, I can't remember where. I think, I think Ezekiel it's Ezekiel or something. something like that. Like there's lots of references to 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 Lucifer or to Satan, um, and they don't paint him as this. Uh, I think the um, I think that idea came from the fact that having been thrown down to earth, like he was deformed. Like that's where the okay. the concept comes from. Like being cast down. But you know how a comet enters into atmosphere and starts burning. Like, mm-hmm. That's where that concept comes from. In terms of him being deformed or him being like that but why horns in the the tail same thing with angels why wings when they never put wings in a halo when they never portrayed as such in the bible that the wings in a halo that's due to catholic art yeah and I think I think it's the same thing I think it's the same thing with the devil but the the seraphim have wings don't they yes but they have six Six, six wings like these guys are beasts like they they would look terrifying like because they've got a face of a man an ox a lion and an eagle or something like that the cherubim I think um, or one of the super angels so those would be would look terrifying and I think they those look terrifying but in a glorious way mm-hmm. like power and strength kind of terrifying like, not do you know the thing that like goblins that perplexes me those I think three beasts before the throne of God, with eyes peppered everywhere, blood. That would be freaking. <laughs> that would. Be... Remember Danzo from. Um, no. Spoiler! Spoiler! No! Spoiler, no! No! Spoiler, no! No! Spoiler, no! It's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. <laughs> okay, someone might know. That's that's all. That's all I'm saying. Remember that blood. Uh, blood like. Blood. <laughs> Fam, like, that. Like man sleeping. You're walking behind him. Well, you've got, imagine, yeah, you've got to imagine God created these things, right? And you look at the difference between, like, a human being and a giraffe or a human being and, mm. like, a lion. Like, God's creative like that. So, there must be weird things. Uh, like, weird. Do you think we def- we find them beautiful since God created them to be, like, so close to him? I, I think the only reason we find them scary now is because of sin. It's because mm. of the tainting that sin has brought. So... We now look at like that's why I think that's the reason why we find lions and stuff like that dangerous because that glory that I, I think Adam had to be able to name all the animals and not fear them and walk in the garden freely with these with these beasts I think because all of that and our only concept of them is post that event or post the garden I think that's why we're scared I think once sin is removed mm. all things will be glorious yeah. I think glorious. even the power to name animals we've still retained because mm. whenever we discover a new animal we yeah. still name them yeah. mm. so I believe we still retain that it's as the, like the Bible des- describes the Garden of Eden where the lion is jamming with the lamb mm. like just, just jamming in it but right now they won't be jamming <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I think another thing worth noting is the fact like Maybe this is a conspiracy theorist to me because I, I, I sometimes have a lot of time and I think about these things. I think stuff like Harry Potter, not Harry Potter, but I think there are certain things that work to disrupt or not disrupt, but to blind people to certain things. So if I, if I think of the devil as just a red guy in uh, pitchfork and horns and 
all of that, I won't see him when he's working mm-hmm. because I'm expecting to see something that. hideous. Yeah, and I don't see that. I see the coke in front of me, and he looks nothing like the devil. Or I see this woman that's opened her legs wide, and that looks nothing like the devil. Hey. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anyone with their legs wide. Please, I've never seen that before. Not this year, anyway. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> Confession. I haven't seen that for at least five years, and before that, I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> I can say five years because my girlfriend. I don't want her to think anything. <laughs> so it's cool. It's cool. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> you know, you know that when when people are listening to this part of the thing, it's gonna go. It's <laughs> just gonna come to this part. But like. Those those things don't look like the devil, you know. And and I think sometimes some of these things are, I believe, the devil's ways of distracting us from what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I think people might not be aware of it, but if you're not of God, you're of the devil. Like if you're not in God's hands, you're under the influence of the devil, one way or the other. And so I think stuff like Harry Potter and stuff like that that trivializes some of these things or makes them seem like they don't really and even like even with the manga and stuff that we watch like I think when you're not enlightened by God you are influenced by the devil God uses it anyway I think God uses everything anyway he can use everything anyway but I think one way or the other the Bible says the devil is like a roaring lion looking for who you can devour and that is the exact opposite of a lion's way of hunting like they don't roar to mm. cause panic they sneak up um, you roar to cause panic because you know that you actually have no power and so whoever panics doesn't know that they have power mm. and you're able to devour them and I think that's why the devil does that and I think these things red devils and you know all, some of these things are just distractions from what he's actually doing so how do you think the devil should be depicted if he should be depicted at all the bible says that he can take on the form of an angel of light I think people should recognise that the devil isn't these things the devil is the things that he uses he, mm-hmm. he, he is the the things that distract us from God and the devil only tempts us by what we already lost after mm-hmm. so the focus shouldn't even be the devil the focus should be us getting to know God and getting mm-hmm. refreshed by God yeah. that, that's, that's my yeah. that's, that's I would say that we shouldn't depict we shouldn't grant an image to be like look this is how he looks like I don't, I don't even think when it comes to angels or Jesus or what we don't, we shouldn't put given an image because that that is not one is not most important. Two, it be, it easily becomes an idol in and of itself. Um, when we look at some churches, the statues in there have become idols. Um, and two, it becomes as Peter was saying a distraction. We start looking for what looks like that rather than how the Bible des- describes it in terms of the lusts. We, we should explain how he presents himself mm-hmm. in terms of... we. Um, James says that it's not God tempting us, but we are tempted when we're drawn by our own desi- desires. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a case of the devil... Like, um, the devil is utilises sin to ensnare us and everyone there's no sin that isn't common to man but everyone's got slightly different sins so for one person it might be stealing for another person it might be um, becoming famous for a variety of stuff now the devil will present you with different 
situations. And if you always fall for lust, he's going to continue presenting lust mm. to entice the sin in you. Um, but one thing, one key thing that you mentioned, and it totally skipped my mind, is that God can use anything mm. and the devil can use anything. Mm. And the key thing about that is the devil can use the Bible. As he tried to, with Christ. With Christ. As he does. With and it's like... People want to know to buy planes for them. <coughs> <coughs> you know, even, no, even big things like that, even like the arguments Christians have among mm. themselves. Mm. It's like atheists study the Bible mm. just to be able to disprove a Christian. Mm. Muslims study the Bible to be able to disprove a Christian. And it's a case of if the Bible is the word of God, which we all believe it is... You can't use it to disprove God. Mm. Mm. But in the hands of the devil, obviously he's going to try. Mm. And even, as Peter said, like he, he tried it against Christ. Like, if you're the son of God, jump, jump over this, because isn't it written? Some people, like, I know, I, I want to hear your opinion on it, but as well, I think some people rate themselves too much. If the devil went to Christ to try and tell Christ, what makes you think you're like... He won't come to you. He went to Christ. The guy that wrote the scriptures, the guy in the spirit, wrote the scriptures, tried to trick him. How much more us so that you then say, oh, if my pastor said it, it's definitely true. Like, he can be tricked. Satan tried it with Christ and he had at least been around for thousands of years. He is wise. The devil is wise. He wouldn't try it if he didn't think he could get it. So if the devil, who is wise, and we have to recognise that, can even try it with Christ. Like, don't put your faith in any man. Please. But, uh, yeah, yeah, your, your opinion as well. Uh, I feel like the devil is enjoying the social media thing, you know. I think he, he's loving it. <laughs> because it allows people... It's, it's not a bad thing if, for, 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 for people to have an opinion. Mm. But, how can I put this? It gives people a platform to opinionate nonsense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And because it's it's like a global thing, it allows people to talk about the same nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so it's become like worldly nonsense. Yeah. yeah. And like all these discussions and discussions are okay if they're going to lead to something. Mm. But people have discussions for the sake of having discussions yeah. Yeah. on topics like relationships. Like people, you you think people would be tired about having the same conversations about relationships, mm. having conversations about gay people, whether it's, um, Christians should be gay or not. Mm. Like, and it's not even like they have these conversations because they want to go out and affect the change. Mm. They're having it just for the sake of the likes and people thinking, "Wow, oh, this yeah. guy is deep." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I feel like it does more bad than good. Absolutely, because then it makes some people doubt themselves yeah. because wow this yeah. guy's doing all these things and yeah. I'm just here not yeah. saying anything <laughs> I don't even go on Twitter now because it literally feels like everyone is shouting at me <laughs> and half of the stuff I don't even care about I don't mm. even want to know that you went to the bathroom and it hurt when you peed I don't care <laughs> <laughs> you don't care but I, I don't think that's something you need to be tweeting about mate. You, you need to go to the clinic I don't know if people have a filter nowadays anymore right. and then like it's Social media has also made it easy for people to make idols out of other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what's her name? What's her name? Look, we're calling out people now. No, no, Jeffrey It's not that she's a bad person. <laughs> I say. No, she's not a bad person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Lindsay, what's her name? Lindsay. That's the one. Oh, no. We I just think... lost all our female viewers. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, she's not a bad person. Mm, but... That's another, That's a podcast for another day. She, she's not a bad person. Like, I feel like her heart is in the right place. Yeah. But then I feel like a lot of girls look to her as what it is to be a Christian woman. Mm. When you should be looking at the Bible as to what it is okay. to be a Christian woman. I, I hear you, I hear you. And, but, uh, I, I, I must <laughs> say, because, because, like... Some people I know um, like Helen Lindsay's stuff, and I haven't listened to all of her stuff. I would I would ask, is that her fault? Is that something she is doing? As in, like pointing people to her, or is that something that is that the fault of the people? Or is that her fault? In your opinion, I think it's a mixture of both. Mm. Like she should be more proactive in pointing to the Bible. Is that what I mean? it's a tough one because she like talks about like a lot of Bible stuff. Mm. That must be said, mm. but. No, I I definitely get what you mean in the sense of, like, on social media, people are presenting such an edited version of themselves, mm. and people are presenting what they consider to be the very best face, and so when you go on, and people don't recognise that when I go on social media and I'm looking at this couple's happy relationship, and selfie, and kisses, and oh, love you, and bae, and all of that, I'm not seeing any of the arguments. Mm. I'm just seeing them happy. And I'm looking at my relationship and thinking, yeah, but I just upset my girlfriend this afternoon. Um, we're, not, we're not in a happy relationship. Oh, did you really? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just okay. saying, no, but, no, but as in like, as in like, no one's posting about, oh, we just had a, we just had another argument. Or, yeah, because, uh, yeah, because you, should, because you shouldn't really talk about your problems on social media. You shouldn't media. talk about your problems, but the way social media presents it, it's, as though this is the reality. This mm. is all there is to our reality. We only have fun. We only go on holidays. We only are smiling. And so what I mean, what, I, what I'm getting at is I'm comparing my process and my everyday life to their highlights, their highlight reel, mm-hmm. right? And that's not good. That's not good. And that's why one of like the bodybuilders I really like, Kai Green, he is very particular about when he does any sort of um, video shoot. He wants you to capture him working out. He wants you to capture him not using all the heavy weights because that's not all they do. They don't just lift 200 pounds. Sometimes they lift them the smaller weights to gain tone and stuff like that. And it's like, if you don't present, he, he one of the things he says, if you don't present that, people just think, oh, it's all about lifting heavy. And you go to the gym and you see people, they're just dying under some heavy weight. <laughs> and it's just like, there's no sense to it, but that's what they've seen. Mm. You know, and you don't get to see the behind the scenes. You don't get to see the failures, the um, you know, all the things that make when you do have a victory make it worth it. You don't get to see. It. You just see the you just see the victories, and that's what social media allows us to present. And so sometimes it's just like it's it's really bad in that sense as well. But social media can be very good as well. As well, definitely, yeah. absolutely. Because even though like there's absolutely. like there's like a lot of nonsense on Twitter, mm. I follow like quite a few like Christian tweets and stuff and then like every time I see them tweet something it makes it, it like directs my mind back to the Bible and stuff yeah. even like I follow what's, what's his name Mike Murdoch have you heard of okay. him he's you just lost uh, your friendship with Mo <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if he's one of your hit lists. <laughs> oh, no. Get out of my house. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't believe in anything. Like, for... Man, it's dropped in, like... For anyone that, that doesn't know, Mike Murdoch is a prosperity gospel kind of preacher. Then I think let's pepper that with quotation marks or something because not not all people believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like back like back in the day when I was like early in the faith, I would like listen to stuff. Think, wow, this is this is kind of good. Yeah. Straight from the mouth of God. <laughs> and then as I straight out of context, as I like delve deeper into it, I saw okay, this guy's a bit of a pagan still. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but like you can it, stay. You can stay. <laughs> but. I've kept him on my Twitter feed not because what he's saying is good. Some of it is good, some of it is nonsense. But every time I see him, I'll always automatically be directed to God. So even though him himself, he's not directing me by what he's saying, just like his presence there is directing me. So it's good to have like a mixture, and like it's I I think it's good to like keep you on your toes to like read stuff that you know is nonsense and be able to say why it's nonsense yeah, to be able to filter it yeah yeah. I don't think we should round up okay well this has been a Halloween special there was so much more wanted to talk about yeah, yeah. but there's a million more podcasts to come indeed and so yeah happy Halloween don't go trick or treating um, <laughs> don't let your child be possessed by a nine-toed demon <laughs> and enjoy your evening I'm Robert I'm Pete um, Mo, <laughs> this is the Blacksmith's <laughs> 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 furnace. And this is us signing out. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>